0: This is Radio Real Estate with your host, Mike Kent, on KGMI, News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Linden Sheet Metal and Windermere Real Estate. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of kgmi or the cascade radio group good morning and
1: welcome to ready real estate this is mike kent and today we are going to have an information filled program i've got some very special guests today i'm have in the studio Allison Trimble. She owns Coastal Realty here in Whatcom County. She's a third-generation realtor, and she is also past president. She was president of the Whatcom County Association of Realtors in 2020, and she is currently the Government Affairs Chairman. And joining her today is a very familiar voice on this program. It's Perry Eskridge. He is our Government Affairs Director for the Whatcom County Association of Realtors. We're going to talk about a number of things. If you listened to Perry last time he was on air, We talked about water adjudication. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about the legislative session that's happening right now and how your local association in representing you is involved in that process. We're going to talk about buildable lands, talk about a number of things, also about the market. To begin with, though, I'm going to run down the numbers real fast to give you a glimpse of what's happening in the market. This last week was really, really active on the buyer side. We had 27 single-family homes come onto the market, and we had Fifty-eight homes penned during that same time period. So that really brought the inventory in a downward direction. Right now, if you're looking for a home in Whatcom County, single-family detached house, you have all but 344 choices, very low inventory, We're Again, making a slide in a downward direction that can only impact in time, probably pricing, making affordable housing even more challenging. We'll be talking about that a little bit as well. The average size of the home that came on the market, 1,856 square feet. The average size of the home that received an accepted offer this last week, 1,981 square feet. The all-important price per square foot, $338 per square foot for the homes that were added to our inventory while the homes that received accepted offers, $310 per square foot. No homes came on the market this last week, interestingly enough, at over a million dollars, but four went under contract. So the up-rand is still very, very desirable. Our inventory is dropping. When we come back on the break, we'll talk with Allison Trimble. We'll talk with Perry Eskridge, and we're going to share with you the most important things that you as a homeowner or prospective homeowner are going to want to know about going forward in 2023. We'll be right back.
0: This is Perry Barometer reporting live from outside Linden Sheet Metal. It appears there is a high level of traffic around the building. I'm going in to investigate. Rose, do you know the cause of all this activity?
2: I do. You have heard about Christmas in July sales. Well, we thought why not do the opposite and have a Summer in the New Year event.
0: Mmm, Sounds intriguing. What details can you provide?
2: All gas fireplaces, furnaces, heat pumps, and air conditioners are on sale with discounts
3: up to $900. There are still utility rebates and there are tax credits too.
2: We also offer financing up to 18 months with no interest if paid within terms. Why buy now, Rose? Lots of reasons. To save on utility bills,
3: stay warmer in the winter, and to beat the rush of those who waited and be ready for cooling this summer.
0: There you have it, folks. Call today and take advantage of Linden Sheet Metal's Summer
3: in the New Year event. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest since 1940. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over $18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave $4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all Learn more at psccom together. The Big
0: Seattle Boat Show. It's the West Coast's largest display of boats, gear, and accessories, presented by Union Marine and Port of Seattle, February 3rd through the 11th, indoors at Lumen Field Event Center and afloat at Bell Harbor Marina. Featuring fun family activities and attractions, and dozens of free fishing, boating, and sailing seminars. The boat show.
3: The boat show. The Big Seattle Boat Show.
0: Get off road, on the water, and into the Big Seattle Boat Show. For tickets, promotions, and parking information, visit at
1: Welcome back to Ready Real estate. This is Mike Ken. Again, a very special program. Lots of great information for you. And we have in the studio Allison Trimble and Perry Eskridge. And right out of the gate, I want to thank the two of you for taking time out of your very, very busy days Uh, Allison, as a realtor, as a chair of the Government Affairs Committee, and then you, Perry, keeping us all on track all the time for the last number of years. Welcome to the program, and thank you again for taking the time to join us. A lot's going on. I'd love it if you folks would explain to our listeners, who may not be aware, why we even have a Government Affairs Committee. With that, I throw it (laughs) over to you. (laughs) you.
2: Well, I always say, you know, if you're in real estate, you're in politics because um, if, if anybody has ever tried to build a home, remodel a home, um, actually do anything with your home, you're you're realizing that you find yourself immediately embroiled in the permit process, the regulatory process, um, all of that stuff. And I, I always laugh because people come in and talk to me about, you know, hey, it, it took me only 18 months to get a permit. Why is that – why, you know, do I have to do these neighborhood meetings and everybody came out and I didn't, you know, I didn't think anybody cared what I was doing on my property. But all of a sudden, you know, uh, 70, 80 people showed up at my neighborhood meeting and they all want me to stop. Um, So – and you realize very quickly that these rules and uh, permitting processes and all of this stuff are put in place by the people you elect. So (laughs) – that's why we have government affairs is to go out there and represent property owners and uh, you know bring these issues up when they're talking about changing processes or imposing more regulations or you know um, increasing fees all of that stuff so it uh, it keeps us very 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 busy
1: and that's part of what our Jews help to underwrite and take care of for the benefit of Solely at the end of the day, those who want to realize American Dream, that being our clients. And then you have folks like Allison. Allison, you not only are a full-time realtor, you also own Coastal Realty. And yet you give of your time like so many do and uh, work to make sure that American Dream stays intact. As past president and now chair of the committee, um, it's a legislative session down in Olympia. How do we put our toe in the water and get involved in that for the benefit of Whatcom County homeowners?
4: Yeah, uh, so about two weeks ago, uh, many realtors from Whatcom County and also from across the state went and visited uh, Olympia for our Hill Day, and that's a time that we come together. We um, are updated on the things that we are supporting during that legislative session, and we meet with our representatives. You know, it's a really exciting time. I think I was looking back, the last time that I was here was when I first started getting involved in kind of the government affairs stuff, and I was here talking to you about the Hearst decision, which was... (laughs) Quite a while ago. Um, but that is what got me involved initially. And over time, and especially with attending things like Hill Day, I was able to see the things that realtors stand for and how, how we help protect our community um, and our constituents. And I think that's really important. So over time, I've gotten much more involved. So I think it's something that realtors do very well.
1: Well, we appreciate what you do in a, in a, in a huge way. Perry, i got to ask you, what are the top things that uh, the consumer, the homeowner, may want to be paying attention to going into the first quarter of
2: 2023? Oh, there's quite a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> Start a list, yeah. <laughs> so the big thing right now I would say is um, we're we're really working hard down at the legislative session. Um, uh, while we were down there a couple of weeks ago, Washington Realtors, who is kind of our um, colleague uh, organization that covers the state, They have an entire lobbying team down there that's working for not just realtors, but also consumers. And one of the big things that I would say right now is we're still working on revamping condominium legislation. I'm sure, you know, Allison's run into this as well as every other realtor around here. Condos have been very difficult to build as of late because of all the litigation surrounding them, all of the regulations surrounding them. Um, You know, it's just um, condos are complex. And um, we're trying to make that easier because right now that is probably the most affordable um, ownership um, material that's out there right now. Um, but the problem is is that it's been really hard to build those. And when the consumers are out there, a couple things to look at is, you know, what is the structure of the HOA? Um, we were just talking with Senator Shoemake about um, – uh, Reserve accounts and what those look like, you know, those are sometimes a little bit difficult to understand. And, you know, people look in and they they immediately look at the dues, right? Oh, my dues are only $200 a month. That's great. Mm-hmm. But what maintenance needs to be done? What, you know, what does the the condition of the condominium look like? What sort of big things are facing the association coming up? And has the condominium association prepared for that adequately? Right now, I'm on a homeowners association for a condominium project, and we're, uh, we're working mightily to cover some stuff that has been deferred by prior boards. And, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that uh, people that aren't familiar with it are going to rely heavily on their realtor to help guide them through that. So that's that's one of the big things. There's also with regard to tenants. Yes, we represent tenants too. Um, there's a lot of effort out there to um, control rents. Everybody's concerned about the rental market and that rents are increasing. Um, and right now, there are several bills that are working their way through the legislatures that are uh, legislature that is um, that are looking to control. How much people that own property and rent out that property are able to raise rents or otherwise, uh, you know, charge for the 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 prerogative of living there. So those are those are kind of the top hot button issues, I would say. Anything else, Allison? Yeah,
4: I mean, some of the other things that we were talking about was uh, exempting the residential sale and leasebacks from the landlord oh, right. tenant act. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's when people sell their house and maybe have post-possession for 30 or 60 or even up to 90 days. Right now, that's included in part of the Landlord-Tenant Act, which means, you know, say you sold your house and somebody had possession, it might be tough to evict them if you needed to. Um, And that's something that wasn't the intention. We weren't intending to have sellers be landlords. Um, And it really does kind of jam up. That worry can often jam up people from being willing to, you know, sell their homes at that time. And we have an inventory problem, so anything that can help us add to inventory would be important. Um, Some of the other things are uh, allowing ADUs and rural housing, um, you know, across the board. That's something that we're really encouraging. Um, You know, we're doing some modifications or some consumer protections that surround our real estate agency law, kind of streamlining that, making it a little bit more in layman's terms, um, adding some requirements for buyer agency agreements. Uh, Those are things that we're going to be seeing. Anything else? The missing middle, Perry? That's something? Yeah,
2: missing middle housing. Um, as, you know, a lot of people, well, anybody that gets into the market immediately finds out that, uh, you know, you can you can buy a house for 600000 and you can buy a house for over a million. Um, but the question is, what do people in that sort of middle income range afford? Because for most people in Whatcom County, $600,000 is out of reach. And so what are we doing in terms of housing stock, housing types that um, will hopefully provide a more affordable option, you know, close in in urban centers so that you don't have to drive, you know, 50, 60 miles to work in Whatcom County? Not, of a, not a lot of us moved to Whatcom County so we could drive an hour and a half to work, right? If we wanted to do that, we'd be in Seattle. <laughs> so, you know, trying Tell to you bind, what we're, yeah. yeah.
1: Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. And what I want to talk about is really the solution is not maybe rent control, but like every other commodity, supply and demand, and what's happening both in the downtown urban areas such as Bellingham and what's happening out in the county to make housing stock increases more viable and what the government, the county and city, are doing to help in that partnership to do so. As soon as we come back, please stay with us. Sixty-two,
5: sixty-three, sixty-four. 63, 64, Medicare. So many of us get hung up on our age, but what we fail to realize, we've been paying for health insurance since we were old enough to work, which means we may actually be getting a raise once we're on Medicare. Sound complicated? Let D&D Insurance help make the complicated task of enrolling for your health insurance a little less complicated. I'm Derek, and my wife Denise and I, along with our amazing staff of family and friends, keep things running here at D&D Insurance. We try to help anyone and everyone navigate this ever-changing world of health health insurance. Whether you're retiring and trying to figure out Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage plans, an employer looking for better benefits for your employees, or you're self-employed and needing a plan for yourself and family, we're here to help. Give us a call at 392-8159. See you at D&D Insurance, where we try to make the complicated uncomplicated. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid,
0: established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to
2: help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is
5: struggling with substance abuse, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
4: The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade
3: Radio Group.
1: Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. We're talking to Allison Trimble, the owner of Coastal Realty, or Coastal Realty, I should say, and uh, one of the top realtors in Whatcom County along with Perry Eskridge. He is our government affairs director. We're talking about the ability to realize the American dream and as I said before the break, I'm curious, um, we often reach out to by city Bellingham, by the county. The climate right now, is there a earnest effort to work with people like the Joaquin County Association of Realtors, or maybe the building industry, to solve the supply issue.
2: I think that's a really good question. Um, I don't <laughs> think I would necessarily use the word "work with," um, because you know the the regulatory side of the house, which is the the city and county government, they're they're out there trying to, you know, their focus right now is environmental issues and um, making sure that. Um, you know, streams are protected, critical areas are protected, um, and that we're not sprawling out anywhere. What we're concerned as realtors and, um, and builders is where are we going to put the housing then, and what is that housing going to look like? So a lot of our discussions right now with um, the cities and county is that, you know, people that are moving here are looking for a specific type of product. Um, you know, not everybody moves here so they can live five stories up in the air, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and right now the cities are focusing on high density, um, you know, uh, close to transit lines. That's where they want everything because infrastructure, for example, is expensive. You don't want to be running water lines and sewer lines and all of that stuff, you know, miles out to areas so that you can service people. Um, but at the same time, you don't want people getting on septic tanks and, and digging wells, so there's a tension there, and that's one of the things that right now we're working on a buildable land study, and that's that's something we've noticed um, very acutely after having done all of the research on this. Is, for example, in Bellingham, over the last six seven years, Bellingham has primarily built you know seventy four to eighty percent, depending on how you count the the units. They have only built multi-family multi-story housing and most of that housing has been studios and one bedroom apartments not a lot of single family homes being built and that you know that that works fine for somebody who is single who doesn't mind um, living up in the air um, doesn't have a dog that they have to walk you know three times a day or or a child that lives with them that wants to play in a park and and, um, you know, ride a bike or something like that. But as soon as what we're seeing is, you know, a lot of people that are moving here, they have kids, they have pets, they, they move here for a different type of life. And so we're working really closely with that. Um, Allison was going to talk about, you know, some of the ways we're streamlining that to try and get that housing built.
4: Well, it's interesting, Mike, you know, most of my clients um, are are rural lifestyle people. So I kind of bring that uh, viewpoint when we're having conversations, because there's a lot of focus on, you know, in inside the Bellingham city limits or inside the city limits. And, you know, largely my clients exist outside of that, not necessarily just people moving here, but the people who live here and move around within that. So it's always interesting to me to uh, be up to speed on what's being talked about, because I feel oftentimes there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of people who are left out of the conversation. But some of the things that are happening at the legislative uh, level, because one of the main problems is these uh, these overlays of time sucks for builders and regulatory processes that get really difficult. One of the things we're seeing in front of the legislature this um, session, hopefully, is streamlining regulations that increase housing costs, like having the SEPA review period happen during the planning stages, like during the comp plan, and not be required by individual builders or homeowners. Um it, unless there's a change in zoning or something like that, that would be significant for time and cost. Um, yeah, the other... right now I
2: don't think people realize oh my gosh. If, you, if you build the project, not only do you have the underlying environmental review that was done, but you also have to do another right. environmental review that is the same scope yeah. and same everything. Double yeah, dipping they're... on time and expense.
4: Yeah. Um, and the other thing is doing the review process for any design review during the planning stages and having it be a set um, – set by staff and and not a, like a design group that's more subjective. So for the example would be like, if you're not going to allow pink houses in an area, it needs to say, we don't allow pink houses. To be a lot less subjective process, it doesn't drag out time after a home is designed and even started, you know, close to being constructed. Um, the other thing that, uh, that we were talking about there that the realtors are supporting is kind of uh, increased density around transit areas. So as much as we are building up and things like that, really kind of trying to emphasize that kind of, multifamily, excuse me, or densities around high transit areas. Um,
2: Just to, you know, make it easier for people. You know, people should live where they work, right? I mean, that's that's the whole point. You shouldn't have to, like we were talking earlier, you shouldn't have to drive an hour and a half just to get to work. And probably the ideal for those of us that do work office jobs, service jobs, what have you, um, would be that we could live somewhere where we could take a bus so we don't have to worry about parking, um you know we could walk to work wouldn't that be amazing or or even for those of us that are more physically inclined bicycling to work um and and focusing on those types of things there are there well i should say there is a lot of demand for that type of lifestyle even in bellingham ferndale and so trying to make sure that all of our values line up with what we're building in the community so you know you know what's interesting Um, compared to, say, five, certainly 10 years ago,
1: if you go down I-5, say, from Blaine to Bellingham, about the time you hit Ferndale, the traffic backs up a great deal compared (laughs) to the past. And that's despite the fact that most office workers have been working from home. And now Bellingham, like every other city in the United States, is asking the workers to come back in the office. We're going to see, I think, a pretty marked increase in those traffic patterns, which only supports – having places near transportation, public transportation, where people can live, can park, and ease the congestion, because it's only going to get more challenging, I'm sure, as more people head back into the office. We come back to the break. We're going to talk more with Perry Eskridge. He is our government affairs director for the Whatcom County Association of Realtors, and Allison Trimble, she's a government affairs chair for our committee, and she's also past president of the WCAR and owner of Coastal Realty. Please stay with us.
5: Neater House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's Bellingham's hidden gem with an amazing selection of precious metals like gold and silver American Eagles, 100-ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA-certified and lab-grown diamonds, and now carrying gucci and louis vuitton bags the experienced and knowledgeable staff are ready to serve your every need it's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from john nieder himself hi i'm john nieder i've been buying and selling precious for nearly 30 years if you're interested in expanding your private investment i'm available to advise you with your purchase you'll be amazed at our selection nieder house of luxury Find jewelry for all. Professionals are ready to assist you at 21 Bellweather Way Suite 107, beside Lombardi's back patio or shop online at Neaterhouseofluxury.com. Neater House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. KPUG
0: is the sports leader, bringing you complete coverage of the Seahawks, Mariners, Huskies, and our high school athletes. We put you in the stands of the biggest games, including the Super Bowl, the World Series, March Madness, and State Championships. Plus, KPUG features the best in sports analysis and entertainment from Dan Patrick and Jim Rohn to Mike Greenberg and our own Mark Skolten. If it's happening in sports, it's on KPUG 1170, 97.9 FM, KPUG1170.com.
3: CBS News Brief. A spy balloon is still hovering above the U.S. CBS's David Martin.
6: The balloon is expected to be over the U.S. for a few more days and then out over the ocean. That will likely be the best chance to, as one official put it, Dispose of it when it's safe.
3: Well, it is freezing in the Northeast. The coldest spot, Mount Washington in New Hampshire. Frank Pereira is with the Weather Channel.
6: The wind chills have been uh, dipping below 100 uh, from late yesterday through much of the overnight and continue to be yeah, around 100 minus 6 is the current uh, wind
3: chill at the top of Mount Washington. A New Jersey man was killed in Ukraine. He was there on a humanitarian effort. 33-year-old Pete Reed was working with global outreach doctors in Ukraine when he was killed. A statement from Global Outreach says Reid had stepped away from his role as board president to work in the field and render aid. That's CBS's Linda Kenyon. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn.
1: Welcome back to the second half of Ready Real Estate again. We have Perry Eskridge, our Governor of Affairs Director, and Allison Trimble, Realtor and Chair of Governor Affairs. You know, it's, it's ironic that. Uh, We've got, what, five days of rain in the forecast going forward, and uh, it's not like we're short of water, yet water seems to be the biggest issue in Whatcom County. And I, I theorize that's why the Chinese balloon is not over Washington. They wouldn't be able to see the ground anyways. <laughs> that could be a good defense system for us. But having said that, I, I got to ask you, dare you bring us up to speed on what's happening with water in Whatcom County aside from it oh, falling on us?
2: Yeah. Well, just the other night, I spent two, two-and-a-half hours on a Zoom meeting with the Department of Ecology, me and 150 of my closest friends, and, and um, we listened as Ecology rolled out their plans for the adjudication. Um, for those of you that don't know, the Department of Ecology is going to come into basically Whatcom County, but the, the technical boundaries are the Nooksack River watershed, and they're going to adjudicate. It's a it's a court proceeding. That's it's exactly like it sounds. And they're going to adjudicate all of the water users' claims, rights. You know, people who say I need this water. They're going to um, put them all in a priority order and um, start parceling out how much everybody can use. Um, is that good news? Uh, Perhaps, <laughs> but there's, you know, like any double-edged sword, it's going, to, um, it's going to cut both ways, I'm afraid. One of the things that surprised me, and I'm curious, I haven't talked to Allison about this mm-hmm. yet, but I'm kind of curious to get her view on this, is people that have an exempt well, the proposal is that if you cannot prove when you put the well in, or how much water you've used over the last, you know, period of time. Yeah, I can this see a, she's already a... ready to jump in. <laughs> that they are going to limit you to 500 gallons a day. And <laughs> <laughs> thoughts, Allison? <laughs>
4: so you're just gonna lob that one up on air. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of problematic things going forward. I mean, I uh, I, I am an exempt. Uh, well owner and most of my clients are. Uh, most of the rest of my clients are farmers and hobby farmers and people who may have a water right associated with their property or a portion of their property. You know, that was already kind of dicey to unravel when you were buying or selling property. Um, I'm absolutely concerned for what that would look like because we already said exempt Well owners had these grandfathered in rights of over 5,000 gallons and a little interim of 3,000 gallons and then just kidding, 500 gallons. Um, So, I mean, I'm concerned about that. And the new
2: ones only get 300 gallons. Yeah, great. Yeah,
4: great. Um, So, I mean, I definitely think that that's, you know, impactful negatively to people. You know, you're not supposed to be watering your your ground outside of a half acre or other things. Um, I think 500 gallons gets really tight on what a family might use or a household might use in a day. It doesn't include stock water or other things like that. The people I'm the most concerned for, just to be really frank, is is our our farmers that are already, you know, really heavily stressed in Whatcom County and have been for a number of years. I also sit on the uh, Whatcom County Farm Bureau Board of Directors and definitely a conversations we've been having and the, and the stress that is going to come with having to... Um, it's not just that they're going to tell you um, what you're going to have. You're going to have to defend what you've been doing for this amount of time, and that comes with some very heavy legal costs on an already overburdened community that is really important in Whatcom County. So I guess I have had a lot of trepidation going forward and, and concern for, you know, my agricultural community and in that sense, probably even more than the um, exempt well owners, though that also is personally problematic for me.
2: Well, and, and some of the things that um, we were hearing about this process are a little bit problematic too. For example, we know up in Sumas and Everson area, um, the Fraser River is very, very influential on the aquifers that underlie those areas. and um, we heard that ecology has no intention of counting any of that water that um, crosses the international boundary mm. and in determining whether or not there's water availability up there and that you know you start to ask yourself these questions like well if we're not going to look at all the water and where it's all coming from then then what exactly is the point of spending i mean we're talking hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars not just by the state but by landowners to um defend their 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 rights and all of this stuff and um and that's going to get very very problematic very quickly ecology said you know our intent is that landowners themselves don't necessarily have to hire attorneys. Mm. But then you start talking about, well, there's going to be a summons and a complaint filed. Just and, trust and us. Yeah.
4: Everything <laughs> and, will be fine.
2: <laughs> and you'll have to file evidence and all of this. And and all of a sudden people are like, wait a minute. You saying I don't need a lawyer, but yet this yeah. is the process I'm going to have to use? It's it's going to be very interesting. When does this all hit? That's what a lot of people are wondering. Well, it looks like it's going to be this fall now. Um So I have been telling people, and in fact, I'm going to be working on updating our website to provide people the best information we can about how to proceed with all of this on on the WCAR website. Um, But I've been telling people right now, be looking for your well logs. Mm. Be looking for when that well was put in. Um, There's a, a website called the Washington Department of Ecology Water Explorer Go on there and see if you can track down any information that ecology might have about your well. It might be hard to see, but you'll be at least able to see that they have a document or something. You also
4: can look over, I mean, an important part of what you're going to have to talk about is how you've used your water. I mean, that's going to be an important part of things. And, and for farmers or people on that may have a water mm-hmm. right, looking at uh, Google Earth Maps over time to see and give proof of watering with no lapse, those farming activities in those areas, uh, affidavits from your neighbors, Things like that come into play when you're talking about water rights. They already come into play when you're talking about water rights and buying and selling and valuations of water rights. Um, there's a full profession that's just water right you know, uh, consultants, and that's somebody that we've used quite a bit. I'm going to give up uh, something that I see that aligns very similarly is we're here talking about not having enough water while we're also talking about flooding in similar areas, just <laughs> like we're talking about <laughs> um, adding regulations to things and then also wondering about our affordable housing issues. So to me, those two things are quite similar.
1: When we come back from the break, I'd love for you to share with us if you have information, if they're talking about limiting, say, to 300 or 500 gallons per day how they intend on monitoring and measuring that. And usually when you measure, it's associated with fee, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll talk about that as soon as we come back. Please stay with us.
0: If you've been seriously injured in a collision, you need someone who will advocate for you. At Bill Coates Law, they care about your case, they care about you, and they'll stand with you to get a fair settlement.
4: After a reckless driver injured me, I didn't want to take on the insurance companies alone, but I was also worried about paying for a lawyer. I was glad when Bill Coates told me he could represent me on a contingency fee basis. That means he only gets paid after he wins my case.
3: I was very comfortable talking to Bill, and I was glad to have him and his team looking out for me.
0: Bill Coates has helped good people who've been badly hurt recover full and fair compensation. You only pay attorney's fees when they win your case, and there is never any charge to meet to discuss your case in person. Bill Coates Law, helping good people who've been badly hurt recover full and fair compensation. In Bellingham, serving Whatcom Island and Skagit Counties and online at BillCoatesLaw.com.
6: Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graeber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer.
4: We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline which was spot on. Installation was scheduled and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable and the outcome was even better than we expected.
5: Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's Window Coverings online and then just call
6: 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blinds.
5: Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square.
1: Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank two of our sponsors, Make Us Possible. Every Saturday morning, first of all, Linden Sheet Metal. Have been with us over 20 years there in the corner of Guyton, Maine, and Linden. They're our go-to people for home comfort, be it heating, be it air conditioning. Also, take care of your plumbing needs, your sheet metal needs. They're the folks to get hold of. Also, Winterbury Real Estate with offices conveniently located in Linden, Birch Bay, Ferndale, Bellingham, and Fairhaven. So we are talking with Perry Eskridge. We're talking with Allison Trimble. We're talking about Governor Ferber We're talking about your rights, your ability to not just acquire, but to maintain the American dream. And we also have a caller on the line. I understand George has been patiently waiting. George, you have a question for our guest.
6: Yes. uh, I live on 15 acres of the original homestead, and the well was put in before I got the property, and uh, it's not registered, do I lose all my rights because of people that put it in before I was here? Uh, I mean, their family, but they didn't do it, so what's the deal?
2: I'll let the attorney in the room answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer, George, is it's going to depend. <laughs> what I would start doing right now is tracking down as many family members as you can And start getting affidavits from them, um, you know, and and by affidavits I mean, you know, sworn statements, right, where they swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Get those filled out and um, sort of document the history of when that well was put in. You might actually be surprised, um, a lot of those old ones, um, ecology had those records of when they were put in or went out and documented them, so... It well, might be I, I, worthwhile. I,
6: I, I, I'm, I'm in a quandary here because, uh, you know, I've been here for 42 years. Yep. And uh, yep. this stuff was done before all this stuff with the water rights came into being. I don't see where I have to prove anything.
2: Well, that's, that's I, the I, issue. I, I
6: say that what you're doing is you're saying that it's like our forest. We don't have a right to burn our forest because it pollutes. And I say... Uh, but it's okay for oil companies, it's okay for energy companies to pollute, as long as they pay you. And I say there's something wrong when you're saying, you have no rights, everybody else has rights.
2: Well, and that's, that's sort of the misnomer about water, is that the water actually belongs to the state. And by the state, I mean it belongs to everybody.
6: Are you telling me that the water rights that came with the original Homestead Act doesn't count?
2: Well, it's a question of how they're going to divvy those up and put those in priority i'm not saying they're not going to count well it's yeah going to be that's a question exactly about how what they you're prioritize you are saying
6: that we don't have rights to the what our forefathers did for us. well we don't disagree
4: with you george, yeah. <laughs> george um so we're, we're with you we're, we're with here, you on you with that you george on that. <laughs> we're here kind of translating what we anticipate would be coming forward in Perry just well, happens well you me.
6: know this is all legal uh, nonsense.
4: D- Agree, agree, what
6: yeah. I see is legal nonsense. You're not representing the people if you're saying that uh, we're going to come in and we'll decide. You don't decide nothing. The people that live on the land are the ones that made it happen, not not you people that are coming in and trying to change the rules.
1: So, George, George, we agree with you 100%. With that, I'm going to ask. Uh, it's a perfect segue, George. You created it without knowing it. I want to talk to Perry and Allison. Tell you I'm going we'll to go
6: offline and let
1: you talk so you I can pl- put it on the yeah. radio. Okay. Perfect. Please listen in. let will take an early break. When we come back, people like George, and there's so many folks are impacted by these decisions that we seem to have little control over. Let's talk about when we come back from the break, what can people like George, ourselves, realtors, homeowners, want to be homeowners, what can we possibly do to help improve these situations, everything from we'll only have about 10 minutes, but everything from (laughs) everything, the ability to own a home. But once you own the home, the ability to continue to use it, is there anything we can do? We'll talk about that as
0: soon as we come back. Honey, look what I brought home. Not a cat. You know I'm allergic. Well, you know what they say. When the cat's away, the mice will play.
5: <laughs> Why didn't you just call BioBug?
0: Have you had enough of playing cat and mouse? BioBug Pest Management is here to help. Whether you have rats or mice in your business, residence, or commercial building, BioBug is committed to providing a solution that's right for you. To learn more and get your free quote, visit BioBug.com. BioBug Pest Management. Service you trust. Experience you expect. Now hiring service tech you go to great
5: lengths to keep your carpet clean kids get out of the living room you spend your days scolding loved ones honey take your shoes off trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out welcome to our home and just please stay on the plastic okay
0: from summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats. Call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save store-wide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale.
4: Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself.
3: For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org/caregiving for a free military veterans guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com.
1: Welcome back to Ready Real Estate, and uh, we appreciate George's call. And just so you know, the reason we have a government affairs committee, the reason we have a Perry Eskridge, Allison Trimble, the reason we're realtors is to help protect people like George, maintain and realize that American dream. And Perry, Allison, let me ask you just very quickly, what can people do right now to engage in the process or to have any influence, or is it too late?
2: You know, I, I don't think it's ever too late. Um, the, the time to get involved is right now. And, and really, you need to start engaging with your elected officials and finding out what's going on there. I, I'm telling you, there is not a single city council meeting, county council meeting, legislative session that is not doing something that will impact your ability to not only acquire what we call the American dream, home ownership, property ownership. But your ability to actually keep it, and, and the only way to make a difference is to get involved. You just and have to get involved.
1: And if you're standing at a microphone, be it a city council meeting or a county council meeting, that matters. It does count. Yeah. Let's, go to, let's go to George, who's been listening in and patiently waiting. George, you've got a question for our guest.
2: I think it's Rick. Rich. Oh, sorry, Rick.
1: Rich. Rich. Rich.
3: George already spoke. Rich. Oh. Sorry about that. I don't have a question. I just wanted to build on what you were saying about being involved. We have what's happened with most residents, most people here, is they don't really know what's going on. They don't know that their rights are being taken away. People just don't know. They need to be educated and told by organizations like Realtors Association, uh, any professional group. And what's happening is oh, we're, we're trying to save the environment. That's the whole big sell that people have bought But they don't know that the price is their freedoms and their livelihood, and now we're seeing it. So we got to get the word out, just even one-on-one, say, hey, this and this law, this is bad. This is going to hurt you. This is going to hurt everybody. I I grow food. I need water to water the crops. And if I don't have water, it's a bad crop. And somehow farming, along with other industries such as new houses, has been demonized successfully. It has been sold as a bad thing. And it is working, and the public is buying what they're selling. And it's a education PR thing that the normal, good, hardworking people haven't engaged in, and well, never occurred to them that they would have to do that. But we do. It's, I mean, things have been redefined. Good has been redefined as bad, and bad has been redefined as good. When you grow a crop, the plants uh, take in carbon and let out oxygen, and that's good for the environment. When you build a house, you're employing people and creating jobs, and many jobs, all kinds of industries and sectors, and it's just been, it's so sad to see it in America. And like the homestead guy was talking to the caller, the poor guy, you know, something that's been there forever. And unless you have money to fight it, what can you do?
2: Great call. Well, and, and great that's, call. Yeah, that's a really good yep. point. Um, you know, every the big thing right now is farm to table, right? Everybody's talking farm to table, farm yeah. to table. And one of the things I love to do is, you know, pick up the farm map in the spring and just start, you know, making the circuit around Wacom County. And I have to tell you, I'm really concerned about what that's going to look like when this adjudication process Absolutely. is done. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think yeah, farm that, to table it, means it's going to be some farm in Iowa that gets trucked to my table. Um, you know, and I'm just I I, I have to tell you I'm very, very concerned. So I hope people do get involved in this process.
3: Thank you, Richard. And great, it could great, be great. China. <laughs> That's food probably. from China. I mean, yeah. we, well, by balloon, course that too. By yeah. balloon, yeah. yeah, balloons that we don't care about. Right. But anyway.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta uh, yeah. ask our guests. You know, one thing: some, some really good news came out this last week, but it's going to impact the number of people moving here again, and that is uh, climate. The climate changes that are happening, and our area, particularly Whatcom County and surrounding counties, has just been noted as in the top ten percent of regions in the United States that will not be adversely affected by climate change, which means people will be migrating in huge numbers because of climate choice out of places that have droughts, wildfires, tornadoes, hurricanes, and they're going to come to places just like our backyard. We have to prepare for the inevitable, do we not?
2: We do. Um, You know, i was. Uh, we always make these lists right and then the impact always follows just a few months later but Allison and I were talking just before the show you know I told her I was a little bit surprised the realtor was in the office the other day and told me that they're already seeing multiple offer situations mm-hmm. again i mean it's only february and Allison's like
4: well that's well. what i tell my clients all the time when they're worried about prices or things like that i'm like at the inventory level that we're at right now we're still able to handle the death disease divorce and job changes that, that have to happen routinely in Good people point. moving and, you know, migrating around. Our inventory is probably below that amount right now. And so there's just certain things that we're a little bit insulated against. And it's such, you know, they didn't need to come out with a study to tell us that this was a great place to live. I mean, I grew up in Alaska, lived in California, and I've been here for 20 plus years. And there's a reason. It's because it's very nice. There aren't any natural disasters. I don't have to worry about with my kids a lot of those things. And it's still a pretty great place to live. Um, so I think that we are, I think you're right, Mike, we're going to see this kind of increased influx for, for quite some time.
2: And that's, that's part of the reason why we see these regulations, right, is that we're trying to preserve what we do find attractive about this area while also anticipating a lot of influx of more people coming here. How are we going to handle that? What are we going to do? But that's why it's so important to get involved in these conversations because if you're not part of the conversation, then somebody's going to come up with mm-hmm. a solution that's going to be imposed on you. They're going to speak for you. You bet.
4: Well, and I think it's really important the balance of rural lifestyle here in Whatcom County compared to kind of city living. I think is underrepresented. Just as Rich was saying, I mean, our our farmers and agriculture and you know rural lifestyle is a super important part of what our county specifically um, is all about. And so, seeing that kind of shift, that that is unimportant, has been worrisome for me for quite some time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the closing minutes, I want to say that uh, um, getting involved has always been key, and when you get involved, it does make a difference. And Allison, um, you're a terrific realtor. You've, we've done transactions together. You are awesome to work with. If folks want to get hold of you as a realtor, what's the best way for them to reach you, Allison?
4: Oh, sure. Uh, Allisontrimble.com. Easy, to, easy to simple. reach. Yeah, <laughs> pretty simple. And and Perry, if if
1: off air, someone wants to give you a call be it a rich or george whoever is it possible for that consumer to call you at the association realtor office and ask questions
2: by all means i mean like i said not only do we represent realtors but we also represent our realtors clients both present and potential so if you've got a question about you know what's going on or or how you can get involved don't hesitate to give me a call at the association of realtors
1: and I got to tell you that uh, if you are a part of an a association, uh, maybe you're a member of a club, maybe it's Lions Club, whatever. And if you would like a guest speaker to talk about these things, I presume, Para, you can pencil that on the calendar. Would love oh, yeah. to speak on our behalf.
2: Yep, I go to Kiwanis clubs, I go to Lions clubs, I've gone to Rotary clubs. I, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm willing to go anywhere, anytime, and uh, help people start hearing about what's, what, what's important to us.
1: And very important matter,
2: realtors,
1: a real estate agent is just that. When they're a realtor, they fight on your behalf and have opportunities like this to share information, protect the American dream. When you sell your house, be sure and look for the R. Use a realtor because they're backing you up all the way. Thank you very much, Allison. Thank you, Perry. Have a great weekend and thank our listeners. We'll join you next Saturday on Radio
0: Real
6: Estate.